First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Eight minutes to eight, the Commission of the Border Management Authority, Mike Masiapato, says uh, that over the festive season, around 5.1 million people went through our borders. Uh, different numbers I've seen about how many were stopped, at least 16,000. I think it might have been higher. They were trying to come through a port of entry without the correct documentation, or they were on Interpol watch list. Quite a number of them had no documentation at all. Dr. Mike Masiapato is the Commissioner of the Border Management Authority. Mr. Commissioner, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and thanks for the invite. The people who you stopped from coming in, why were they stopped? What law had they broken? Yeah, so, Stephen, all in all, in terms of the numbers of the people that had been uh, stopped entering the Republic, are in uh, I'll say that all in all, the total is 27,000 uh, individuals that we had stopped. And what that basically means is that um, the first group are the people that we call, these are individuals that literally were not documented. These are the people who tried their luck at the port of entry, but also tried to come through the vulnerable segments of the borderline. So those ones are 15,924. So these are the people who were fairly trying to be ferried either through the Limpopo River or through the Caledon River uh, from from the Lesotho side, or through the mountains at Libomo from the from the from the Mozambican side. And in the second category, Stephen, which is around uh, six thousand four hundred and fifty-five, these ones were fairly denied because they are undesirable. So undesirable people, Stephen, are people that uh, uh, get stored on the red list across uh, countries or across jurisdictions, and in this instance, a typical example will be somebody who was involved in terror activity somewhere and they tried to move into our country. We pick them up and we basically deny them entry. There are some that are on the red list for Interpol, but for those ones, we then bring in the police and then they actually get them through and they get processed. Then the last category, Stephen, are what we call inadmissibles. So when you are inadmissible, it means you might be having uh, something legitimate, like a passport that is right, but you have an invalid visa. So we can't admit you for that. Or you can have a proper visa, you can have a proper passport, but you don't have a yellow fever certificate and you come from a yellow fever infested country, then we also deny you entry because you are inadmissible for that reason. So those are some of the reasons or those are the categories as it were. So inadmissibles were around 4,000 plus. Okay. Um, and is there any way, I mean, you, you talk about people you stopped trying to come through the Caledon River all in Popo, um, but obviously you don't know how many people got through successfully and illegally. They didn't use a border post. They just came across and nobody caught them. Is there any way to estimate that? I mean, sometimes people can look at satellite pictures and things. Is there any way of knowing? You see, Stephen, that is one thing that we fairly admit. And I think it is not even just at the level of uh, the BMA, but as a country, we are not able to do so. That is something that we cannot deny. And the reason for that, Stephen, is we are still investing in technology to be able to do full surveillance over our entire border environment. We are still investing in looking at bringing in uh, drones so that they will, they will help us to do the overall monitoring. All of those are the plans that the BMA is actually underway doing now to be able to do so. For now, we can indicate that we are not able to do so, especially in terms of our land ports of entries. But when it comes to our air, that one is a bit easier because, by the way, Stephen, we do have what we call advanced passenger information system. So what that means is for any aircraft starting to uh, move from anywhere in the world, they do send us the passenger manifest uh, here 
Pretoria. So what we do is we then analyze the people and all of those. So there are a lot of people that we deny boarding aircraft destined for South Africa. And those are those ones we know because we are the ones who actually have them boarding. On land is very difficult, Stephen. No, sure. I mean, I accept that. And this is a problem that goes back many, many years before we were a nation state, really. Um, the issue of queues, I mean, managing people, I mean, over 5 million people going through our borders. Some of them probably went through our borders two or three times. You know, you go out of the country, you come back or wherever. Were there long queues in some places? I know Easter is often a big pressure point for you and Easter's coming soon. See, uh, Stephen, when it comes to uh, the implementation of our plan, you'll remember we implemented in two fa- in two legs. The first leg is the exit leg, which ran from 6 December until the end of, of December. The return leg, which ran from the 1st of January until the 18th. That's the period we are putting on. Now, if I'm to reflect on the exit phase, we really had very serious challenges on the corridor N4 into Libombo port of entry to Mozambique. There, especially on the 22nd, the 23rd, it was very much problematic. That is why we still continue to call upon travelers to be patient because they ended up struggling the lanes, closing the routes of the of the people that were that were destined to South Africa, as it were, and that has been a problem. The second problem we had was in terms of N1 corridor into Bay Bridge, uh, uh, into the Moza, into the Zimbabwean side. There we also had a, a bit of a problem but it was fairly on the 22nd 23rd and the 24th but we also wanted to uh, uh, appreciate uh, the other corridors like n8 for example to uh, Masero bridge people were highly disciplined as well as the one at uh, at fixed to lesotho side they were well disciplined by the way Stephen, for the first time in libombo in one day we processed 28,000 individuals in a day on a land port of entry and we've never reached that figure any time uh, before. But by the way, Stephen, that number included South Africans who were going to Mozambique beaches for their holidays and all of that. So all in all, in terms of our processes, Stephen, we have done our best in terms of this festive period, and we are fairly confident that uh, we should be able to improve our systems as we go uh, into the future. Um, obviously, for a border post to work, it needs to work on both sides. I know if I remember correctly, there have been some problems at the Lombombo border post in the past, uh, particularly processing trucks, things like that. Are you working with the most with the, the other side, the Mozambicans on that? You see, Stephen, that is one thing that I uh, fairly driven myself in terms of engaging with our immediate countries or immediate neighbors. Uh, I have indicated during the presentation of our plan itself that from the 6th of November until the 9th, that whole week, we sat in Maputo with our counterparts. We did all the plannings. We made sure that we synchronized our, our processes to the extent that we also agreed to temporarily collocate just to be able to do both exit and entry at one point and be able to process the people better. In terms of the truck movement, Stephen, we know we've been having challenges on the N4 corridor, but we do know the volumes were fairly increased on the basis of the challenges on the side, the challenges on the on the Richards Bay side and every Everybody is now moving uh, to to the N4 corridor. So what we did, Stephen, we, we we tried our best to open two what we call bypasses just for the trucks to be able to be processed to the Mozambican side. And we do agree that we are not as yet perfect, but we do 
2,000 trucks average per day on that particular corridor. That on its own tells you the volume that we are dealing with. So we do that work with SARS, and we are hoping that as we continue to better manage the infrastructure, we should be able to even do more volumes. Professor Mike Masiapato, thank you very much indeed. Commissioner of the Border Management Authority, really do appreciate the time. Amazing to see how much movement of people there actually is uh, through Southern Africa, a lot of it around our country at the moment.